0: Hello and welcome, vegan savages, to another episode of the V-Gains Podcast. Today, I'm in the lovely home, I'm in the Diesel Automatic Headquarters, and we just made magic, I mean, we're in the process of it. We wrote music yesterday, we recorded it, Diesel started to edit it, today, we jumped on a music video, and we finished it bad boy this evening, and now, i got you on my podcast. Yeah. How do you feel? Oh... I feel
1: great, brother. <laughs> a little bit, uh, a little bit um, underslept, going on two hours of sleep today, but you know. That's what you get when you invite a youngster, <laughs> a young being savage. But it's, it's all worth it, you know what I mean? Had to Oops. get up early in the magical time, as you call it, and do the, you know, do the work, do what had to be done, but that's... That's what it's about man you know gotta grind gotta get out there and it's all fun anyway i enjoy it you know i love doing what 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 i do what we do and you know what we do so yeah it was, it was great man getting up um making the song The song is dope shooting the video we're gonna finish it tonight and it's gonna be dope and i'm 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 happy and honored to be part of your first uh experience of like a real you know real song and video and production and really putting it out there so yeah no, and I couldn't stuff.
0: ask for more because I have the best guidance you've done oh, like you. how many music videos <laughs> countless yeah I can't remember I mean <laughs> at least 30 probably 30 yeah and 40. when we speak about making songs like that is honestly not countable probably. oh yeah
1: no oh well over a hundred at this point plus like I have three albums worth of music that I haven't put out
0: yet mm-hmm. so so thanks yeah. for the guidance that was absolutely that was epic and yeah for the record we did it to this morning at 6 a.m diesel was like 6 a.m you good bro I was like yo, are up german 6 a.m like that's when you get up it's saturday what do you think <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he did it and yeah. even though he just slept basically just a couple hours he just did it had yeah. great energy and really thankful for that and absolutely bro. i already looked at the shots they're looking really good like the lighting is what i expected Like and there's just possibility in the air you just want to grab it and manifest that shit and that's exactly what the song is about yeah so i think it was totally worth it Absolutely. now i asked my vegan savages on instagram give me some questions what up vegan savages give me some questions for this big cutie and i got a lot a lot <laughs> so big cutie <laughs> by the way that's my new
1: alias bro it's official yeah big, big cutie and fit cutie that's us bro that's us big cutie fit cutie aka the soy boys <laughs> <laughs> no. in
0: there. We put it in our next song yep. That's when we plug ourselves sure. I like that yep. Okay, we get the boring question out of the way okay. Which people are always interested in No yeah. matter who's on it And it's When and why did you turn vegan? And how dare you? <laughs>
1: um, well, it was um, Let's see uh, I went vegan Five years ago Um and basically, it was just a natural progression for me because, like, I started this awake, this journey of awakening, awakening. In what was it, two thousand and ten? It started off with just spiritual, like, like the song we made, um, manifesting energy, law of attraction, things of that nature, and just getting more into knowledge of self, emotional awareness, mental awareness, being conscious of oneself and one's behavior and things of that nature. That led me down a rabbit hole into political issues, society, socio-political issues, which, you know, all of this information then, that's when I started to apply it to my music. And, you know, before I even went vegan, I already had tons of songs and a big following for being a conscious or political rapper or whatever. And, you know, the for me, the journey of growth, get big on them, is all about growing. So I'm I'm always continuing to want to learn more and to research and... So just in my researching and learning, and a lot of it was to do with health because my sister was suffering from her health. She has Lyme disease. We now know that. But at the time, we didn't know what it was. So, you know, I was just looking into all types of things about health, you know, to maybe help her, you know, with holistic approaches to to healing. And that kind of just took me down the path of veganism, Um, although I was vegetarian so, see, even back in Chicago, like, I was vegetarian. I was vegetarian for five years. And I did it for the animals. I had no clue what veganism was. So, But then I stopped vegetarianism because I was dumb and wanted to be a bodybuilder and thought I had to eat, you know, a pound of dead chicken flesh. But <clears throat> um, nonetheless, the point is, like, I, I always had that empathy in me for, for the animals and didn't and felt like, well, if I don't need to eat them, I, 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 I'm not going to eat them. So, and eventually that just, and I even, when I stopped, when I started eating meat again after being vegetarian, like, I knew I was selfish, and to this day, and that's why, like, I don't understand why people get upset when it's like, someone says, like, that's selfish, like, I say it about myself, I was a selfish person, I didn't care, even though I knew in my mind, these animals have to die, I just wanted to be big, I just wanted to be a big fucking bodybuilder, and I was, I was swollen as shit, (laughs) but... But then I, I I still knew in the back of my mind that one day I'm going to stop eating meat again. I thought I'd go back to vegetarianism because I still didn't know what veganism was. To me, vegan was synonymous with hippie.
0: Mm-hmm. When
1: I thought vegan, I thought hippie. like I knew a few young ladies back in the days who were vegan and they were hippie, like you know the hey the hemp necklaces and the yeah peace man like. So that's kind of what was synonymous with it. So in my mind, it was like, vegan, what's veganism? So it just led me down that journey. And there wasn't really any one documentary or, you know, or person or any one thing that made me be like, oh, I need to be vegan. It just, more than anything, it aligned with, because it started about health reasons for my sister more than anything, looking into stuff for her. And then once I got into the ethics of it. It aligned with my already existing moral stance, which is don't fucking cause harm to to, to things unnecessarily. If I don't need to eat these products and cause harm to these animals and the planet and other people and everything, then why am I doing it? You know, and that's anything like I don't if I don't need to do something, if it's harmful to others and it's not necessary to me then I'm going to try my hardest. And some things are harder than others. And some things are a process. I get it. But ultimately, the goal for me is always going to be to stay away from causing harm to others. And it's just, I'm o- I've always had an overwhelming sense of justice. And to me, veganism is about justice. It's about justice for animals, for other sentient beings. It's about fairness. It's about equality in the sense of equal treatment, that everything deserves a chance to live and thrive and live its own life. So it just, veganism just overall was in, in tune with my already existing moral code and principles that I stood by and that I put out in my music and my message and everything. So when I found out about veganism, it was just like, okay, either I'm gonna go vegan or I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> everything that I talk about, why doesn't it apply to the animals too? You
0: know, so that's pretty much what it was. Uh, like <laughs> someone asked, um, what sparked his passion for rap? Oh, that's a uh, that's a deep
1: <laughs> um, goes all the way back. All the way back because, because you're
0: rapping since you
1: are 13, thirteen, pretty in much the womb. thirteen. <laughs> 13 is when I started rapping just for fun. I'm 38, by the way. I'm about to be 38 in August. So when I was 13, that was 1994, keep in mind. So just started rapping with my friends. And really, it wasn't... It was just something that we did, you know? It was where I was at growing up, you know, around the hood. Hip-hop culture. It's what people did. So, um, But really, it started actually, funnily enough, it started with me... um, It started with jokes. When we were kids, we did it. We had a thing. It was called um, heating or ranking kind of like dozens. I don't know if if you know. I'm sure some of the listeners know. But basically, it's like, man, you're so you're so ugly when you, you know, you look in the mirror and it breaks or like your mom's so fat when she breaks her leg. Gravy comes out and just dumb insult. But it was like a popular thing when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Everybody was doing it. Everybody wanted to do it. So my first time I actually rapped was, it wasn't really a full rap, but like, I, I was really good at like the joking and, you know, because that's what battle rap is anyway. Like when you see like 8 Mile or, you know, that battle and like, it's just making fun of you, but in a rhyme form. So this was the earliest stage of my of my battle rap career, because then I would go on to actually be one of the best battle rappers in my area. So the first time I actually spit a rap was in school Cause I wanted, I came up with a rhyme to like, you know, insult somebody pretty much. And I came to school today and I said it and everybody went crazy. Oh my God. You know, it was a big deal. And then one of my closest friends was like, man, you know, you should start writing rhyme, writing raps. And I was like, all right. So I started writing, started just freestyling more. And next thing you know, you know, my senior year in high school, I was 17. I formed a group. Well, before then, like, I had been in a crew, I had battled on everything that you could see in movies and, like, in terms of hip-hop, like, graffiti, in the streets, battling, rapping, I mean, violence, all of that, it all took place in my early ages, and I just was obsessed and consumed with rap, I knew I was good at it, and I wanted to be the best at it. I was good from the beginning, like, the first time I ever spit a rhyme, I was good, but I wasn't great and I wanted to be the best, and I knew I could be. I knew if I'm good now, if I work, I'll be the best. And my mind was obsessed with it, and it, it all it cared about was being the best rapper, not in the world, not ever, in my neighborhood, yeah. in my neighborhood, so
0: that's, that's, that's
1: really how it started, and then formed a group, actually at 17, was professional, did a professional EP, started doing shows, did a little tour, it really blew up and continued and continued. Long story short, took a long break. Came back, bigger and better, using my talent and my skill with a purpose now, which is the music that I now make, Diesel Automatic. I, I didn't go by Diesel Automatic back in the day. I won't reveal my name, but it was a different name. Diesel Automatic, it's now the passion now It's not for rap. It's not about being the best rapper, the best MC. I don't care about that. I don't give a shit. That's ego. I don't care if people think, oh, you're the best. Or even if they think I'm good at all. I care about doing what I love and spreading a message and spreading positivity and giving people hope and inspiration and knowledge and all of these things. So that's really at this point where the passion lies.
0: Nice. Yeah, Uh, I always say hard work beats talent. But if you're already talented and then put in the hard work, that is like when the real magic happened and you were talented right from the get-go. Yeah. and then put in the hard work and now, what is it? 30 hours uh, 30 years of rapping? 20 25. Yeah and 25. Um, that's what got you here and now. You don't need to write down reps as I anymore. <laughs> it's all in there. I mean yeah. you never did, right? Or did you in the past? I
1: did, I did. Up until up until I was about eighteen. When I was so for twenty years pretty much, I haven't maybe here and there I would I may have wrote something down, but for the most part for the past twenty years I Why
0: came the switch? Was it just you you it just was, didn't need to do it anymore? It was
1: necessity. I was it was at college. It was my first year at college. And I was working out like crazy at the gym, playing basketball, running, and typically when I was on the elliptical machine, I would do the elliptical machine and I'd put my headphones and I would listen to music. It may be instrumentals, it may be other people's songs, rap, but I'd always come up with rhymes while I'm listening. And I I was in the gym, you know, on the machine. I couldn't write them down, so it was necessity. I'm like, shit, I came up with a dope rhyme, Mm -hmm. dope line, just one line. Let me remember it so I don't forget it. I didn't even, it wasn't my intention to start memorizing full songs. I just wanted to remember that one line till I got home. But while I I memorized that one line, I just kept repeating it over the beat. Then I memorized it, but I'm still there. I'm still doing my cardio. I'm like, huh, let me come up with the next line. Mm -hmm. And then so on and so forth. And here I am 20 years later. Without, you know, now you've seen it. Like, now I, I, I just, I, I'll i just go in the studio and put on a beat and I'll come up with a rhyme right there on the spot and lay it down. And, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not, I, I like we said the other day, I don't, I'm not going to take credit as if, as if it's some, like, um, inherent, like, skill or talent that no one else, it's just a matter of memorization and practice. Yeah. Anyone I think could do it, it would just take time, as much time as I put into doing it.
0: So, Do other rappers make fun of you because you're vegan rapper?
1: <laughs>
0: I don't, I don't. Na, other rappers? Nah, I don't think. Uh, they probably don't want no smoke,
1: dog. I don't think they <laughs> brave enough to come at me. Um, because, you know, they know what's up. Most of them when it comes to this rap shit. Uh, I don't think they, I don't think they want to take that route. bro. <laughs> but the rappers, that's. Nah, I wouldn't say, but I definitely have definitely had people, many people, who try to not make fun of me, hate me, as we all have as vegans, right? But rappers in particular, no. I mean, I guess when I went vegan, like, you know, I was big on social media, Facebook especially. And there were rappers, like, not any big name, but, you know, other rappers on social media who... Maybe they turned on me and talk shit and stuff like that. But like, no, I'm assuming they're kind of asking like, did any other rappers like make a diss track or something? Mm -hmm. No, definitely not.
0: (laughs) I kind of wish they would. Like, Mm -hmm. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, What means rap to you? Someone asked. What does rap mean to me? Um, Well, rap is
1: an art form. It's an element of, of... it's a foundational element of hip hop culture so <clears throat> rap um, rap can mean a lot of things you know i i i'm not going to say it's it can only mean one thing i mean technically if we want to be technically it's it's just rhyming words over rhythms rhyming words over beats right um, but to me it's deeper because mm-hmm. rap is 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 an element of hip hop culture a culture that I belong to that a culture that embraced me that I earned my spot in you know You have to earn your position in the culture. You can't just wake up one day and say yeah I'm hip-hop or I'm an MC. I'm a DJ. I'm a b-boy I'm a, I'm a gra- graph artist graffiti artist You have to earn that position and the only way you can earn it is in the streets actually in your neighborhood Which I did everyone who knows me who grew up with me knows who I am and what the fuck I've done and how I've earned my stripes in, in the culture now With that being said, to me, rap is rap is a voice for the voiceless. You know, rap is kind of like a weapon, something that 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 we can use to either you know spread positivity and fight against other negative, so to speak, forces in the world, or we could use it to further contribute to all the detrimental things. And it's like anything, rap is neutral. You know, it's not good or bad, inherently. It's neutral. It all depends on who's using it and how they're using it. So to me, I mean, rap is, it's such a vague question, what does it mean? Because Mm -hmm. it means so many different things to me. It means everything to me. I mean, rap is, without rap, I wouldn't be who I am. It's been the storyline of my life for as long as I even before I started rapping, you know, I was maybe ten years old when Criss Cross came out. If you remember Criss Cross, jump, jump. And I remember seeing their video and thinking first thing I thought was I could do that. I could do better than that. I didn't even rap at the time. But it's always rap has always been the, 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 the underlying story of my life. So for me rap is it's everything. It's more than music. It's 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 more than, you know, Money making money and all this bullshit that's glamorized in the mainstream, you know, to me, it's part of the culture and the culture is in my heart and in my soul, you know. So, yeah, I, I could go on yeah, no, a that's long a, that's a time, but
0: that's a yeah, and I get it. Um And then the same person also asked, do you like the direction rap developed? Who is this person asking these raps? <laughs> Who is this person, Jan? <laughs> um...
1: Do I like the direction it developed? Um, Not particularly. I mean, that's also hard to say because, you know, these are vague questions. Like, sure, there's the rap that developed the mainstream rap. But there's still good, underground, conscious, real rap. So, in that sense, how that has developed, it's great. And especially how the industry has developed. Like, for me... There's the internet. There's social media. There's all these platforms that allow somebody like me, who's in Montenegro in a small town in the middle of nowhere, who's still able to put their raps out and put their music out and create something for themselves. And you know, but I think what they're more alluding to is the direction of mainstream rap, of mumble rap, of these things. I'm mm-hmm. assuming that's what they're what they're asking. And it, and and it, in terms of that, absolutely not. I don't. I don't. I'm not against the what? young.
0: You, you don't like Mumble rappers. Uh, no. Raindrop. No, no,
1: <laughs> no. No. Like don't get me wrong. Some Gucci of it sounds gang, Gucci good. Gang, Gucci gang. Nah. Some of it sounds good. Sonically, yeah. it sounds good. Yeah. Like I, I'll even want to bop to it and all that shit. But rap as the art form, nah. And and I don't have a problem with the with the with these young kids and with because. The older heads, the, the, the ones who were supposed to be the leaders of the culture, the Jay-Z's, the, the, the M&M's, the Nas'es, the, the, the Little Wayne's, they did nothing to defend and uphold the true art form that they claimed to love and be leaders of. They should have upheld it many years ago, but they allowed, they in fact contributed to opening the floodgates for hip-hop to be hijacked, for rap to be hijacked by corporate vested interests. For Hollywood, essentially, because Hollywood is not just movies, it's also where the music industry is based. For Hollywood to take over the, the, the industry and for record labels to control and to dictate what is going to be popular. And, and what is popular, ultimately, is what people take as a representation of hip-hop culture and rap music. But in fact, what's popular is the furthest thing from real hip-hop and real rap. So... I don't have a problem with these young kids. In fact, I defend them. I have a song, Culture of Resistance, my new project coming out. It's end of September. Y'all check for that because Culture of Resistance, it's seven minute, it's a verse, seven minute long, and it basically explains the whole, all my thoughts on hip hop, on on all this stuff. And I defend the young kids because it's not their fault. And I hate when I see these older rappers and these legends, quote unquote, dissing these young, like Eminem on his project. Like that's why I had a problem with them. Like, bro, you don't, why are you coming out as a 45 year old man, your whole career, you've done everything and you want to come out and try to gain clout off of dissing little, little peep and little Bo Peep and you know, little Xanny X or whatever the names are like, come on, man, that's corny. Like these are kids, bro. Leave them alone. Don't, it's not their fault. They're not to blame. They're just trying to get out of their environment, out of the hood, out of the ghetto. They're trying to make money. They're trying to do what. They know what is popular, what they, what they think. How can I expect an 18-year-old, 19, 20-year-old to have the sense and to, and to respect rap and hip-hop? No, that's a, that's a kid, man. I know when I was 18, 19, 20, I didn't give a fuck about shit. You couldn't tell me nothing about nothing, you know? So my thing is, you know, I have more of an issue with the gatekeepers of the industry at the record. First and foremost, the higher-ups. The rich old white men, the Zionists, who are running these record labels and who are running the entire industry, and then the rappers who are right below them on the tier, who are in cahoots with them. The rappers at the top who know what they're doing, the biggest rappers, the billionaires, the the, you know, but who allow things to take place within the industry and who didn't step in when it was time to step in. Like Eminem, for example. Why wasn't he? Why didn't he step in? when Lil Wayne began the trend of auto-tune, mumble rap, lean, all this bullshit that everybody hates about these young rappers now, Lil Wayne was doing it 10 years ago. He was the first. In fact, look at these mumble rappers now. They all look like Lil Wayne. They sound like Lil Wayne. So why weren't, why didn't Eminem call Lil Wayne out? Because it wasn't profitable to him then. In fact, he did a song with Lil Wayne. But now, because he knows a lot of people, his fan base, oh, fuck mumble rappers. So it's easy, it's low-hanging fruit to say, fuck you mumble rappers, this and that. That's easy, but those are kids. And in the end of the day, I'm not against the mumble rap even. Only thing that I, want, I feel is that there should be, a, we should distinguish. Just like in rock, right? First of all, I, one thing I, I do not li- I don't like, is when people say hip-hop as if it's rap. Hip-hop is a culture. Please, everyone listening, get, let, let Big Cutie clarify this for you. Hip-hop is not a genre. It is not music. Hip-hop is a culture. And by saying that it's a music, it, downgra- it downplays and it, it condescends, essentially, the other elements of hip-hop. DJing, which without DJing, DJing is the cornerstone of hip-hop and rap music. Without the DJ, there would be no rap. Rapper MC is master of ceremony. It started because the DJ was the life of the party. The DJ was everything. The rapper wasn't even a rapper at the time. It was master of ceremony, meaning just the person who the DJ wanted to come up on stage and get the party hype. Everybody, clap your hands. They didn't even rhyme at first. They didn't even rhyme, the the MC. All he did, all he did was get the party hype. Put your hands up, come on, everybody. And then somebody got clever and said, you know what, I'm gonna make a rhyme today to get the crowd hype. And then it evolved. Next thing you know, the MC, the rapper, totally outshine the DJ. So anyway, hip-hop is DJing. It's breakdancing. Breakdancing is hugely integral part of, of hip-hop culture and graffiti and MCing. So when we say that hip-hop music, wait, how can hip-hop be music? What does that make? DJing and breakdancing and graffiti. Rap is the music, okay? Rap is the music of hip-hop. Rap is the genre. So just like another genre, rock, for example. Rock has how many subgenres? Hard rock, emo rock, death rock, death metal, right? It has a ton of subgenres. Why can't we do that with rap? That's all. I think that would solve all the problem. You have rap, you have underground rap, you have conscious rap, you have mumble rap, you have but do not classify those things as hip hop. Mm-hmm. Mumble rap is not hip hop. It's an offshoot of it. It's an offshoot. It's a it's a it's a cousin of it. You know what I'm saying? But it's not in its truest form. It's not the rap. It's not the a mumble rapper is not an MC. An MC is a master of ceremonies. An MC is a mic controller. And MC means move the crowd. And most importantly, MC is move the culture forward. If you're not doing something for the culture to give back to the culture, you know, whether it just be how I do, uh, trying to use your music for good, to educate people, to educate people on the culture, to speak about issues that affect the, the communities, particularly black inner city communities, Where the very culture was raised, created, started. Like, how can I feel comfortable with making money off of something that poor, oppressed people started and never give back to them in some way, shape, or form? So that's what I try to do. So, anyway, rap, (laughs) the direction, Uh, it's complex, but I don't like it. I do like it. I said, I I, I could, these are. You should have told them don't ask about rap or hip hop (laughs) because
0: I could talk. I could talk. This
1: is why I told you I want to make my own hip hop podcast. Yeah, yeah. no, that was was
0: great. Uh, That was like, uh, yeah, I totally understand your, uh, your where you were going. That like now it's great that uh, like everyone can have a voice now without having like a label deal which fucks you over and um, this and that, but you can just. Uploaded freely to YouTube to Spotify wherever and just get beats cheaply or just for free yep. And just start and even your phone is good enough to to record mm-hmm. so that's great the possibilities for everyone It's equal, right? Yeah most people in developed countries, um. but yeah, what you said was mainstream making money off it and uh, What you said? Yeah, uh, that was that was great. And, Thanks. and it really shows how passionate and how? Caring like it's your baby. Yeah, and really like you you raise your voice. I had to um, put down the mic more and more and more because we're louder and louder because we're so passion-driven and yeah. we really care about that. I do. Like it's your baby yeah. and if someone heard it... Then I'm,
1: I'm its baby. You see what I mean? I know what you mean. Hip-hop doing. is my, my mother, my mm-hmm. father. Yeah. It did raise me. You know, that's the thing. I didn't have much... I didn't have guidance from my father. You know what I'm saying? So I turned to the streets. I turned to my friends. I turned to hip-hop, the culture that embraced me. You know, so... And in a lot of ways, it saved me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know where I would be. Even now, to this day, I don't know what I'd be doing if I wasn't an MC and if I was, didn't have my talent mm-hmm. that hip-hop provided me. So I'll always, you know, hip-hop is a cultural resistance. Real MCs, we keep the vultures at a distance. Play our position. We soldiers on a battleground. Steady gunning, never running, never backing down. I'm hip-hop, and I always feel an obligation to defend it, to represent for it. And for what it really is, because we have enough people who misrepresent it, who take it, who appropriate it, who use it, who abuse it just to make money. And that's not me. And I'm not going to sit back and allow anybody to try to do that on my fucking watch. That's why I don't care who you are. Eminem, Jay-Z, anybody. I, I ain't dissing nobody. I ain't talking about you can't rap. You're not good. No, I'm talking about what are you doing for this fucking culture? And that's all that matters to me. Everyone could have talent. Everyone could rap. Everyone could spit. That's all cool. But if you're not doing something for the culture, for the people, then to me, you ain't hip hop. You're not hip hop. You're not an MC. And that's that. That's as simple as that. So Amen,
0: brother. Church. This next question is a fun one. Oh. Okay. Someone asked, if I offer you one million euro, but you're not allowed to rap anymore, would you take the million or continue your right to rap? Definitely
1: not. I definitely would not take have a million. you
0: not sad at all, like in all your songs, take <laughs> a million, lean back,
1: enjoy your life? Yeah. Well, definitely not. Because obviously money's not, you know, if I really wanted to make money, I just would rap and be commercial and probably make more than a million. So, no.
0: There <laughs> we go. That's no. boy. That is passion. Yeah. Who are rappers you would love to make a feature song with, with if you could have anyone v gains you go in the making as i said um
1: well probably and you know some of these uh, people that i mentioned it will probably come to fruition anyway cuz i have some things in the works so but i ain't going to give it all away but anyway you know it's pretty much there's a there's a a a short list of rappers that i that i consider my counterparts and that I, you know, admire and respect. And I'd say Immortal Technique, um, Low-Key, Akala, uh, KRS-One, um, Chuck D. Uh, like, I've been, you I then, you guys, know, I've already collabed with, like, Beast1333, who's amazing, K Reno, Legend. So I've already, you know, Logic well, from the UK. I have a track with him on my upcoming... So I've already even collabed with a lot of the people that, you know, coming into this that I was like, wow, that's awesome. I admire them. So, you know, um, like I said, it's a short list, um, but those are some of the, I'd say, the top top people that I would want to uh, collab with. And, you know, I think from a musical standpoint, they're dope, but for me, it's more about what they do and what they represent and what they give back to the community, to the culture, to the people. So that's most important for me, first first and
0: foremost. So not Eminem, 50 Cent. (laughs) (laughs) You could have everyone. Nah. Mm -mm. I mean,
1: now if we're talking about, you know, see, nothing to me is black and white. If we're talking about just from my standpoint of like, artistically and who I gel with the most, who I Mm -hmm. would like to, but if we're talking about in a standpoint of who I would be able to reach the most people with? Yeah. Oh well if that's the case yeah, of course. Um, I don't know who's the biggest yeah. right now Justin Bieber. I don't fucking <laughs> I don't know no, Give me the
0: biggest, you know, it was a good answer and the, the people you mentioned the rappers. I, I Didn't even know half of them. So I got to yeah. check them out.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely, bro. You definitely have to
0: and Is there a label you would love to be signed?
1: Um, well I have my own label, so get big productions. I don't think there's really much better than actually being on your, you know, having your own label. and.
0: What does it but, define? Like, do you um, do you just make it up or do you have like, do you like sign it somewhere? That yeah, I mean, it's a, it's
1: a LLC. It's a limited liability corporation. It's, you know, registered in the US. Um, but really a record label, like, I don't even care about a record label. I, it doesn't matter to me. I, I would... At this point, only only record label I would sign with is the record label that would allow me to still do exactly what I do, contain, you know retain full creative control, not have to change anything, not have to do anything that that is outside of my art, my character and my musical you know um, taste, and who would just provide me with the best, deal in terms of how much money they'd be willing to invest the kind of distribution they would provide. Other than that, I don't, you know, I don't give a shit if it's like, Oh, this record label has the biggest name and is the most, I don't care. Cause often most of those record labels anyway, you know, most record big record labels, they, they call the shots. You get a minimum percentage, you get small points on your album sales you get crumbs, they take most of the money, and they, they tell you what you have to do. You might have, if you have 15 songs on an album, 12 of them are are, are yours, but you're going to have to at least do three songs that they tell you you have to do for the radio, for, for commercial. And I would never do that. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what record label it is. Like, I'm not, no, no one's going to tell me what kind of music I'm going to make. So... There's no actual name like oh, death like you know how you like Death Row Records used to be. That doesn't matter to me. It would only be a label that would suit my needs and my demands. That's it.
0: Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Many of your dope songs aren't on Spotify and Co yet. Will they come? Someone asked. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good question because. That is exactly why what I'm doing with this next project, um, because most of my early songs I I, I put out just on my mixtapes for free. There wasn't even a Spotify at that time, you know. iTunes I think was new, um, so I never I never got a chance to put them out. So what I'm doing with this new new project, it's called Revolution, re evolution of my music, re evolution redistribution, um, because I'm packaging. Like, all my older songs, like my classics, like Illuminati, This Is A Dis, Eyes Wide Open, System Reboot, and then Over Till It's Over. You know, list goes on and on. So I'm packaging those plus um, a bunch of remixes of, other so- of of a few of my other songs, older songs, and like maybe 15 new songs. So it's basically, that's why it's going to be like 40 songs. It's just a, 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 a compilation of classics, remixes, and new. Because I wanted to, because just like this person asked, I, they're not the first person. I've had so many people ask me, why, why isn't more of your music on Spotify? Especially Spotify. Mm-hmm. Like, it was iTunes, but now, since Spotify, it's all about Spotify. And I'm still going to get my music for free. That's something I do. I put It's still going to be a free download available on my website, getbigonem.com. Go check that out. It's going to be a free download. That's always there. But because people want it. They're on Spotify. They want it. So and I'm going to put it out there. And Spotify
0: also for free. There's like the free version. You yeah. can access everything. But every third song or so, you have to deal with a commercial. Yep. And, or you go premium, as I have. Then you have no commercials. And you can have offline playlists. Exactly. But uh, if you just want to listen to it and if you have internet, then it's for free. And you yep. have
1: to deal with commercials. Um, exactly. So no one should complain. Yeah. That's the point. It's all free, damn it's it. It's all free. Yeah, but you know... I, I <laughs> well, It's I, coming at the, uh,
0: at the end of September. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But even now, you know, I, got, I have Gems. Gems is on Spotify. You could check out Gems yeah, and some of my other singles on Spotify and iTunes and all that. So, but yeah, September, I'm thinking right now, tentatively, September 24th. So you can actually sign up right now to the mailing list at Get Big on em, GetBigOnEm.com. If you sign up to the mailing list... As soon as the project drops, you'll get a free download link, the day it drops. So, yep.
0: Do you plan to make a tour with concerts in Europe?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. That's already started, went out, did a show in Czech Republic in March, going again, end of August, doing a big show in Brno. Then after the new project drops at the end of September, that is the plan to put together a tour of Europe and the UK so definitely definitely like that's my main goal and objective you know vegans i've been saying like that's my main thing that i want to do that i haven't done yet because of extenuating circumstances in my life um you know traveling was not a very cut and dry issue for me so that's why otherwise i would have been trust me i would have been out after my first mixtape to end of 2012 2013 I would have been out touring and all that but like I said it was a complicated situation for me but everything is good now obviously I've already traveled I've been out of the country I'm good so yeah expect me and my get big click you know bringing my bringing my people with me Polar the White he's my road dog he's gonna be riding with me then got a spirit SA Universal I'm sure I'm sure my brother V-Gains will come out make some stops you know maybe hop on stage with us and <laughs> Rock yeah. some shit. Bro, oh, our song
0: will pop and then we play it all there the time. There you go, there you go, bro. Nice, I'm yeah. excited. Yes, sir. Are someone asked are you thinking about what your friends' family think about your work? Uh no. <laughs> like that's good. I mean do just do what you want.
1: Yeah, I mean like my closest family, they support it. Like my mm-hmm. obviously my sister's my biggest number one supporter. My I have two sisters. Sis, she raps with me. Synthesis. She is from the day one, the beginning. Nobody will support supports me, will ever support me the way she has. My biggest number one. My other sister supports me. My my mom. My father didn't even know. <laughs> me and my father, we haven't had much of a relationship. Actually, he just found out. I now in when I was did the show in Brno, that's the first time that I even told him like Cause I told him I'm out here in Burnham doing a concert. Up until then, he didn't even know I do music. Really? No, had no clue. Unless maybe someone else told him. I never told him. We he never asked me. We never talked about it. Cause I just I just never had you know I, I never really had that kind of relationship with my father. But anyway, that's a whole another that's a whole another podcast. Um. So yeah, but if, as far as that goes, like extended family and friends. But honestly, like. I guess only about, like, the content, but in terms of, like, my skills and a bit, like, everybody always knew that I was an, an amazing talent. You know what I mean? Like, that was never, like, oh, do they think I'm good or... No, that's never... Now, do I ever think about... Maybe there's some times where maybe I'll put out a song that's saying something very... And I'll think, like, but not in a scared way... But just in a funny way, like, I wonder what my mom's gonna think when she hears this, you know? Like, yeah. like that. It's never like, oh my God, they're gonna judge me. Yeah. And, oh, hell that's no, great. I don't give a fuck about that. If I cared about that, I wouldn't have even started. Because, not to get, you know, not to get too in deep, I had much bigger concerns about putting my music out than what my family was gonna think. Yep, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Yeah,
0: that's great. Yeah, that's the same with my blogs. That's just to me. Yeah. And. Even though I know, like, my family's watching. Yeah. And sometimes in the back of my mind, like, what will my mom think about that? Now I'm talking about porn. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. Like, when I, it's just to me.
1: Only thing I'll see sometimes, like, especially on the stories, because I think a lot of people don't still know that you can see if they see your story. Because I'll see my family, some of my family, and and if you're listening, then you're probably not, but you know who you are. But, like, they'll never like my posts, but I see them on my story. And then, then I'd start to think like, I wonder what this person's doing. Why, you know, like, why are you on in my story, but you never like my posts, you never comment on my mm-hmm. shit, but, you know. But
0: that's how many people use social media, because yeah. they, if you don't do social media yourself, you're not yeah. aware of the impact that, oh, if you actually like, comment, you understand mm-hmm. the actions you reach mm-hmm. from people, they're not of, aware of that, and I get so often People talking to me. I used to be a silent follower, but I want to say that right upon this point They probably have never liked it. many they don't even they cannot subscribe because they don't even have a, a Google account You know right. they just go on YouTube. Yeah, so if you're not doing social media like before I did it I basically never liked and commented. I was like, why should I do that? Right. Uh, but then I did it and I was like, okay, it's I, I support them and I also get more exposure for myself. So yeah, I cannot. Yeah, I I mean, pretty
1: much, man. I pretty much like everybody shit I see. <laughs> like too. I, unless I see it's like really something and I'm yeah. like, "Oh no, I just can't." Otherwise, like like
0: like yeah. like Yeah, and that's like. how you also get much more exposure. And also yeah. I like I like too much. And people tell me like, "How could you like this post?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I wasn't aware that it's not big
1: or whatever, but uh, I just like it." Damn, so they they policing your your likes. Oh, that's great.
0: <laughs> oh snap. Someone asked because mm-hmm. Back in the days, and you are still yeah. huge. Yeah, you have you built a lot, a lot, a lot of muscle. Yeah. Someone asked, did you take steroids? <laughs>
1: um, I took steroids, way not as a vegan. So anything I did as as a vegan, it doesn't have anything to do with the steroids I took. Cause steroids I tried when I was um, twenty seven. <laughs> you know so i went vegan when i was 33. you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so um just from an aspect of steroids yes i tried them um they were effective they did a job they did what they're supposed to do and i mean quite frankly i think there's a lot of there's a good documentary to watch it's called uh
0: Bigger stronger?
1: exactly I think there's a lot of misconceptions about steroids, a lot of propaganda, because honestly, it's something that I, you know, you know how strongly I feel about the war on drugs. Mm-hmm. Steroids goes right into that. Yeah. It's, it's part of it. They've been demonized. Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, steroid use, it's chemicals. You, you can fuck yourself up. That's undeniable. That's where with cigarettes. Sure. With Coca-Cola, with yeah. anything. Alcohol. But it's not the extent that they made it out to seem. Where some people think, oh, if you take steroids once, you're going to go bald and your fucking balls are going to fall off. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. And it's not like that at all. Or like, you're going to fucking rage out. Like,
0: God oh, the
1: complex. Nah. So, um, but that was, before, that was before anybody even knew who I was. Like, anything that, and sure, I'm sure the muscle that I built and developed then, it stuck around for a while. And I kept working out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure that even later down the line when people saw me, even though I hadn't, done, hadn't taken roids in fucking six years, sure, maybe it still contributed to the long-term sustained muscle mass that I maintained. But by no means, especially as a vegan, because when I went vegan, I lost weight intentionally. I told you this. I went vegan in 2014. First thing I did was... Because I didn't want anyone to say, hey, you, you, you that muscle you have is from eating meat or it's from, you know, you took steroids 10 years ago. I didn't want anybody to say that. So I lost, I got skinny. For me, skinny as shit, 81, 82 kilos. And then what I did is over the next period of next two years, I put on muscle mass with a plant-based, whole food plant-based diet as a vegan. And that's where you could see me And I'm a vegan The video I'm a vegan That muscle mass That's No fucking roids No You know what I'm saying No bullshit No meat No animal products That's two years Of hard work Strict diet As a vegan Going from 81, 80, 81 82 kilos To maybe 87 88 kilos So I put on 6, six seven kilos of muscle In a span of two years As a vegan So You know um
0: What did you take? Classics? That, um, testosterone? Yeah, yeah. Not afraid of needles?
1: No, no. Needles don't needles don't scare me at all. I took testosterone. I also took um methan, which is not good. I only took you know I only took it once, um, but it's pills, so it gives you a lot of strength. Mm-hmm. It definitely and it's all testosterone though. All steroids are testosterone. It's I mean, just different also, types. It's all based. It's all the, the blocks of it is testosterone. Yeah.
0: They also like hormones. Yeah. I would never mess around with that. That is so much more detrimental because hormones like you, <clears throat> your muscles grow, but um, everything grows. Yeah. Like your, your fingers, your nose, your organs. Yeah. And then you get these pregnant bellies where you don't con- control your be- belly anymore because everything grows. Yeah. But like if you're giving your body cross hormones from some animals right. and everything grows. And uh, then you see like that that is what Arnold was complaining like back then they didn't have that. Yeah. So they had like these classic physiques that was like the V shape, you know mm-hmm. where they have a slim waist. Yeah. And now when you look at them, when they're flexing six pack yeah. <sighs> then they relax. They have these pregnant bellies. Yeah, yeah. And they're just once. Yeah, it's, it. yeah it, it's no, it's not, it's not just bloated. It's literally that their organs Oh, right. Because if right, you take right. growth hormones, everything grows. Yeah. Like your organs. Yeah. And but even that,
1: it doesn't have to. A lot of people take growth hormone and
0: you their know, organs um, don't grow. I know. You yeah. Know. I'm t- you know who I'm talking it about? It can I'm Talking about Mister Olympia. Yeah. Because they're oh they're yeah. they like they're extreme extreme and they are on stage like that's oh, what I'm talking bro, about. Bro, they take everything. Yeah.
1: Let's let's be real. Mister Olympia competitive
0: bodybuilding. It's now a chemical war. That's, it started to be like. Taking a bit of testosterone, and hard work like Arnold, but yeah. now it's a chemical war. Like they all know how to train hard. Easy, yeah. But who can have the best regimen of, of anabolic steroids, take the most the best track? Uh, like yeah. that is lab shit now. They're they competing in labs. Yeah. Like they no, it's it's
1: it's completely next level. But I listen, I don't have any problem with people taking steroids. You it's your yeah, body, you, you wanna take you. steroids, just don't lie to people. Yeah, don't and, be fake natty. But don't lie, yeah, don't be fake natty. And also, and even, or, no, or lie, even if you, because, okay, lie, but not, but the not to, of pro, exactly. Yeah. If you're promoting your body and that's your, then don't lie. If you're yeah. just a person who works out and you took steroids, that's your business. Yeah. Even me right now, I don't promote, I'm not a health guru. Yeah. I'm not, only thing I ever wanted to do was show people, look, as a vegan, you could build muscle. Never once did anybody hear me say, I'm a fitness expert, I'm a, he- I'm a health coach, nothing. So even me right now, if I wanted to lie and say, no, it's my business. I'm not, I'm not promoting it and saying, look at me, you could be like me, just buy my fucking book. and th- No. So as long as you're not profiting off of your gains and your results that are falsified because of steroids... Then who gives a fuck? You want to take yeah. steroids? Take them. You want to you not tell people you don't take them? Fine. And also, I don't think people should overestimate what steroids do. Because guess what? Yes, they do have an impact. But when I took steroids, I got results. But guess what? I fucking murdered my workouts. I worked out twice a day, every day. I ate five, six times. My whole life revolved around the gym. And I don't give a fuck who you, because I know guys that took steroids. They didn't have no fucking good results. Yeah. In fact, they 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 probably got worse. Yeah. Because they didn't maintain the right diet. They didn't, you know, they weren't working out hard. They weren't dr- they weren't even drinking enough water for for God's sakes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like it's, like, it's, it's like, not a magical thing that you're just gonna fucking take and you're just gonna ball be yeah. jacked all of a sudden.
0: It's like protein, or if I consume more protein, me equals more gains. Yeah. No, it's the building block, exactly. but for that, you need to stimulate the muscle, and or, or calcium. Like, calcium gives me strong bones. No, it's the building block. You need it, but use it or lose it. If you don't use your bones, they will get fragile. They will get weaker. Exactly. You need that calcium, but you need to actually use them. Use it or lose it, and uh, yeah, steroids is like... Like another big building block that gives yeah. you, but if you, if you don't use your muscles, then what is there to grow? Exactly.
1: With? It gives you an advantage, but it does not give you everything you need. You have, to, more than anything, you gotta work out, man. You gotta fucking work out. Like, no. I used to work out like crazy, bro. Like, if you would have seen me back in the day, you'd have been bro, proud. I, you'd I have I been like, this guy's a fucking I maniac.
0: I watched music videos of you. Yeah. And, and I was like, whoa. No, oh, but even crazy. that.
1: Nothing in the videos. I'm talking about pre-video, pre-music days. Nobody knew who I was. I was just a guy here at the gym fucking going crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, those were the days where I would do hour-long circuit training, you know, crazy, intense. Did you but take, anyway.
0: Did you, did, uh, do you have some pictures?
1: Uh, from back then? Uh, I Show may later, have, maybe. Yeah, then. I may have one. or, or, or one Because or back then... We didn't have these. Yeah, it's you know it was a bit more difficult to take those pictures and keep them.
0: Mm-hmm. Someone asked. Yeah. Veganism in Montenegro. It's the best. Like the vegan restaurants here today. We went to a smoothie bowl place and they have. Oh my gosh! I me like that. It's all gluten free. It's sugar free. It's uh, water free. It's nutrient free. <laughs> 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 that's a
1: that's a fail. That's a fairy tale. No. So they're at what they're asking. How is it? what I just said was basically
0: everything free. Yeah, peace and love. That's what you get here. Just air. You get air. (laughs) How in the current situation?
1: Um. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's it's not great. I mean. Listen, for me, I love it. It's great. We have everything we need. I don't. I'm, I. never. I hate even saying like, oh, it sucks, because that's ungrateful. Yeah. You know, there's food. I'm. Look at me. I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I. You know, there's plenty to eat if you're hungry and you want to eat and you enjoy, enjoy and appreciate food. There's plenty of yeah. plant-based whole foods, and even now we're getting more. You saw vegans. We're getting more like veganized items and jackfruit and tofu and burgers and it's not the greatest you know there's i don't know why they choose these particular items of all Mm. the items they could choose from distributors in the world but it's something's better than nothing it's all still really expensive there aren't really vegan restaurants except one um that's like 40 minutes away from here where i live um there's not, you know, it's yeah. it's not big. It's it, it's a small town. It's yeah. a small country. The country has 600,000 people. The town I live in has 20,000. So it's not, it can't be expected to have, you know. Um. But
0: the fact that it's coming now more and more yeah, is great and yeah. telling a lot that even like in a place like that, hardly people crazy developer, developing crazy past. Yeah. Even here. I found even in the store stuff I don't even find at home. Like black uh, tahini from black sesame oh, yeah, seeds. Yeah. Or Black beans
1: in a can. Yeah, stuff like that you don't <laughs> even have in Germany. That's, yeah, no, oh, it's
0: coming along,
1: and you know I like to think that I, because five years ago there was not nearly as much, and I like to think I was kind of a, uh, uh because really like even this store we go to, bro, when they first started to get items, I bought everything. I made sure you are gonna uh, you're gonna sell this shit and you're gonna mm-hmm. restock, it even if work. it's me buying it all. Yeah. And just being one of the only vegans and being, you know, in the gym and built, And you know how many people didn't even know what vegan is until mm-hmm. they met me? Yeah. So I kind of liked that it wasn't because it gave me an opportunity to kind of lead the way and be, you know, break break ground with, with veganism here. Like, even at the store, bro. sometimes I go to the store and I got to educate them about... Mm. what vegan products are or
0: aren't you know what i mean so and the and the it's yeah it's a luxury you don't have here like i have from berlin yeah but the beauty is basically no matter where you are whole foods you have everywhere absolutely fruits vegetables legumes, whole grains yeah. nuts and seeds and that's what we should eat the most anyways yeah to be in optimal health and thrive so that's what you get everywhere and mostly dirt cheap yeah like rice potatoes mm-hmm. and it
1: proves the and it proves The point, which I liked, because when I went vegan, especially, and in the first two years, I built muscle and everything with just whole foods. So when somebody comes and says, oh, I'd be vegan, but I don't have this, I don't have these options, I don't have this, blah, blah, blah. You can't tell me that. (laughs) Because if I could do it here in Montenegro five years ago with a limited, then even less than now. So if I could do it just with whole basic rice, potatoes, beans, then anybody could do it. There's no yeah. excuses. I don't I don't, you know, okay, maybe the people in food deserts and, you know, in mm-hmm. third world countries, not them. If you're in the first world, which probably all of everyone listening to this right now is, there's no excuse as far as that goes. Anybody could can be go vegan and be
0: vegan and stay vegan. Fact, 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 fact. Pow. Pow. And that's it for this podcast. Hey. Thanks for opening up. Thanks. That was was great, especially about hip-hop. Like bro, you you are when it comes to that, like you know, I watch I love the scene and I watch so many like uh, hip hop podcasts and shows and uh, like everyone has a different opinion, but I honor yours the most. Oh, thank you. Because that is like like even you know, like then oh they're talking about Eminem and they're black guys and then even they they talk like uh, like this black and white like white guys are no hip- not hip-hop like what yeah. what kind of state what kind is of st- like that doesn't make any sense right, right and you make the most sense to me and i wish you would elaborate more and more on that like get your own podcast or your own show yeah. and talk about that thanks
1: bro i definitely plan on it and you know i want to i want to anyone listening you want to hear me talk more about hip-hop going like like there's like these big platforms like DJ Vlad and uh, World Star
0: Hip Hop and
1: yeah. So you want to hear me? You want to see Diesel Automatic on there? Go and spam their channels. <laughs> go tell them Diesel Automatic. Get Diesel Automatic. Get Diesel Automatic.
0: I tell you what, our song we recorded yeah. here that will pop, then and, then and then we, we on there. No, so there we Diesel go. And then they're who is that guy? He's so long in the industry. How can I have not about him? Check out your other tracks. Fuck, it's so dope. Yep. Getting on the show. Diesel Automatic opens up. You really opened up to me. I'm really grateful that you, that you, that you, uh, that you like, told me your past. Oh, and yeah, man. Then, like, I hope you come out with that. And if you even tell it, like, to, to the public, like, yeah, yeah. what you told me, yeah. then people be like, whoa, shit, that is the realest, most underrated <laughs> MC ever. <laughs> thanks, and bro. And then the world is yours. And then you can have your world domination and do whatever, whatever you want with it. <laughs> yeah, thanks,
1: bro. I appreciate that. All no, right. really, it means a lot to me.
0: So, um, check Diesel Automatic out, he yeah. is on YouTube twice, his main yeah. channel, Diesel Automatic, uploads his music, then he has a second channel, now a new one, Big, Big Vegan, maybe yeah. he changes it to Big Cutie, maybe, I <laughs> and there he just uploads, and I hope more and more, because his vlogs are great, and there you get yeah. exactly what you got here, him talking, showing you his life, and he yeah. has great things, he's on to, touring no more, building a palace here in Montenegro, so many music in the pocket, which will come out soon. So yep. definitely subscribe and stay tuned also on Instagram. Yep. How, how come that you have on Instagram also too?
1: Oh, like, uh, well, I have, um, cause diesel, my diesel automatic, diesel underscore automatic. It's just music, just my music. Gotcha. Plant-based bigness is my personal yeah. profile where I post my music and whatever the fuck else I want to post. Mm-hmm. And then there's big vegans page as well, which is in you know coincides with the youtube just strictly vegan gotcha. so you know i like to split it up like that yeah kind of. me too but if you're gonna follow if you're gonna follow one i'd say plant-based bigness because there yeah, you yeah, get a little bit things. of everything you, you see know the way i lift this exactly you know because there are people some people just want my music you know that's yeah. they they're not concerned with my pose my personal life they just want the music Mm -hmm. so they could go to diesel automatic if you want just vegan some people just want vegan Mm -hmm. go to big vegans if you want a little of everything come to plant-based bigness aka big cutie with the big booty Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) yeah so pick what you want at least subscribe or follow one of those
1: to sign up the mailing list get big on them.com if you especially if you want my music because like i said free download soon as the new project drops Send out the, the newsletter, tip, 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 tip. everybody gets the link, and you in there.
0: Yeah, get some merch, donate a couple million dollars, and then you did yeah. it. Hey! All right. Hey, listen,
1: if you donate, how about, any, if you donate a million dollars, I'll make a whole fucking album in your honor. How about that? <laughs> you donate a ma- Matter of fact, I'll make 10 albums for a million dollars. Would
0: you even ghostwrite an album? Um, I can use it. Oh, yeah, would, wouldn't you do that for a million?
1: Uh, ghost... Well, it depends. I I don't mind... I wouldn't mind ghostwriting or writing. If it's still... I wouldn't feel... I wouldn't feel comfortable ghostwriting lyrics that I know are detrimental that I know are going to reach people and have a negative impact on them. Yeah, of regardless course, something of the that, price. Is, that you are like. Oh, yeah, like for you, like if you're like, hey, let's write, go help me write a song about positivity. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, why
0: not? Nice. Yeah, absolutely. I recently dated a girl. She ghostwrote a song that is one of the most successful German songs. Really? Like not in hip-hop, but in general music. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't want to know how many millions of hits they've got. Oh, wow. And she just got like uh, 1,500 euros for
1: that. That's it? Yeah. Oh, she's not, she didn't get a, she's not getting a, she only got the up front. Yeah. She's not getting on the yeah. back end. Yeah. see, that's, that's how sometimes you can mess yourself
0: up. Yeah. Yeah. But the song, yeah, well, um, she said I shouldn't reveal it, like, because she yeah. disbanded. Um, no one knows that they're ghostwriting. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Um, All right, instead of saying peace out, I want to yeah. get a,
1: get big on them. You know what we do, get big on them. Oh.